Welcome to the Nicholas Natalia Show, where we chat with experts, entrepreneurs, and entertainers to help you live a more fulfilling life and take your business to the next level. This episode was professionally mixed and mastered by a man named Grant Singer. If you want your audio, your podcast, your music, your short film, your feature film, anything with audio, mixed and mastered, you know who to call Grant Singer at Grant E. Singer on Instagram or Singerville.com. Reach out to him. This week on the podcast, we're talking about limited beliefs these ideas that we tell ourselves in our noggins that we believe to be true. When I used to play baseball back in the day, I had a quote written on the inside of my hat's brim, the brim of my hat, and it said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. So if you think you can do it, you can do it. If you don't think you can do it, obviously you cannot do it. I don't know where that quote comes from or who said it first, but I had it inside of my hat to remind me if I went up to the plate, and I told myself, I'm going to hit a bomb, an absolute dinger, I'm going yard, going yaya, then the likelihood that I'm going to go yaya is exponentially higher than if I say, oh, I'm going to strike out. If I tell myself I'm going to strike out, the odds of me striking out, pretty high. There's also a Michael Jordan quote that I'm going to absolutely botch because I'm going off the top of the dome here, but it's something like, why would I worry about the shots I haven't missed yet? Why worry about a shot I haven't even taken yet? I think that's the quote. And essentially what he is saying is, I'm not going to predetermine the results of what I'm going to do. And removing the doubt from the situation that he is in allows him to maximize his ability. And I think that the limits that we have on this life are 99.99% of the times the ones that we accept to be true in our own mind. We have so many limits in our own noggin of what can be possible. And if we were to remove some of those restrictions or restraints we have on our thinking, then we'd be open to way more possibility. And the difference between people who have colossal success and those who don't, I think, starts in the noggin. It starts with those thoughts that get you so obsessed and distracted by making excuses and convincing yourself that you can't do the thing that you want to do or can't do something in general, so you don't give yourself the opportunity to even attempt it. You prevent yourself from achieving your goals before you even begin them. So let's talk. What are some things that we can do to get rid of these? The first step to take is obviously try to identify what they are. What's the one thing that is determining the rate at which you achieve the goal that you set out or whether you achieve it at all. In more recent weeks, I've been able to determine it clearly when I go play pickup basketball. The days where I'm on and I am performing well are also the days where I'm not convincing myself that I won't be on, if that makes sense. And really, what it boils down to is making a plan to eliminate this limiting factor figuring out where these ideas are stemming from, what's the root cause of them, why are they coming up, why are these emotions coming up with these limiting thoughts, and then growing to develop a self-confidence that is unbreakable. Because anything that we dwell upon in our noggins becomes our reality. And as the old saying goes, what you think about, you bring about. Love that. I love that. And it's touching on whatever you think about long enough, 
whatever you're really mulling on or maybe even repeating to yourself day after day or even causing yourself to feel about yourself, it becomes part of your mental process. It becomes part of your day-to-day. It influences you as a person and influences your power and influences your attitude and influences your behavior. For example, if you constantly think, oh, woe is me, oh, woe is me, I can't believe I'm doing so poorly again, you're obviously going to think pretty poorly about yourself. But if you constantly think of courage, if you think of self-assertion, if you think of ambitious, bold, brave, you're more likely to become those things. So if you want self-confidence on the outside, you have to practice self-confidence on the inside. If you want courage on the outside, self-assertion, leadership, standing up for yourself, all of those things, you have to practice it on the inside. You have to think about those things because another old-timey quote says, you're not what you think you are, but what you think you are. That's something you'd find in a fortune cookie. But it's true. Our thoughts are the guiding path to our success in a way. And the more we can hold them captive and the more we can mull on self-confidence, it's going to allow us to take more risks that don't have any guarantees at the end. But what that does, it opens the door, opens a little sliver for you, for you to understand that everything is now possible for you. It's not you setting yourself back. It's not you saying, no, I'll never be able to do it. Here's another exercise you can do. This is from Brian Tracy. If you don't know who Brian Tracy is, he is a salesman of sorts, (laughs) but he has all of these books that are wonderful. I've read a handful of them. I'll link to them in the show notes if you'd like to check them out. But one of his exercises that he talks about is making a list of all the things that you would like to achieve or need to achieve over the next 12 months and this is usually about 10 goals, limit yourself to 10 goals, and then ask yourself, if you could accomplish just one of these goals in the next 24 hours, which goal would have the greatest impact on your life? And what this does is it allows you to focus on one thing, have one major goal to follow. And then of course you make a list underneath that of all the things you need to do to achieve it. But what I love about this major goal, this one major goal, and the example I'm gonna provide is, I was talking with Austin Beals the other day, Big shout out to Austin Beals, you know him from a few episodes ago, and we're discussing about how millionaires, people with mad money, there's often this idea that millionaires, big money folks, they make their money off of their seven streams of income. We've all heard that, right? We've heard you got to have seven streams of income if you want to be successful with your money right? You need multiple streams. I'm not saying multiple streams is a bad thing, but what I am saying is the majority of insanely successful people made their original million or their original lump sum focusing on one thing. Then they go out and they distribute their wealth through these other avenues because it's more like asset management at that point. They have a high level of focus on a single thing, that was able to generate wealth for them. And my point being, there should be one major focus for your life, one major goal that you're trying to set out to achieve. I'm gonna give another little bonus insight, piggybacking off the idea of one major goal. I think in business, something that I'm learning, if you wanna make big, fat money wealth, you have to know 
who the people you are serving is, who they are very well. Your target audience has to be clear as day, and then you can hyper-focus, such as that one major goal we're talking about, in serving them well, providing them with a product or service that solves a problem for them. But it's about the person. If you can't talk in detail about the person that you serve, the demographic that you're tailoring to, if it's not honed in, it's going to be hard to market to anyone. As they say, market to everyone, you're marketing to no one. That's a little bonus for you. All in all though, recognize that it only takes a single moment to change your life and that comes from a decision. So I encourage you today to make a decision to identify your limiting beliefs, work to build the self-confidence and have your inner dialogue be your biggest hype man and push you into the ideal version of yourself. That's what I have for you today. That was the episode. You just listened to it. Uploads every Friday at 6 a.m. You know we're not getting out of here without the riddle for the week. What sound does a witch's car make? Broom, broom. Get out me car. Broom, get it. If you enjoyed this episode, please screenshot it. Give us a five-star review and share it with one of your friends. Post it on your Instagram story. I'd love to reshare it. You are loved. You have purpose. And I will see you next week. Bye.